Hi, welcome to Escape, a travel podcast. I'm John. I'm Jess. I'm Samantha. And I'm Sean. Our job might be to plan vacations, but seeing the world is our passion. Our podcast is here to help you escape. Every episode, we will discuss our favorite destinations, hotels, tours, and so much more from around the world and right into your headphones. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Escape a Travel Podcast. My name is John, and I am here with two of my fellow podcasters. Sammy is out today. She's got the flu that's gone through my house. Now it's gone through hers. Hopefully, it does not go through yours. Anyhow. Well, thanks. I met our listeners. We're actually four today. I don't know if you see this, but there is a cat behind Sean. I did so. see the cat, and I thought, there's a little, little Miss Minnie's hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. She's just taking a bath back there. For yeah. A bath. She's bathing. <laughs> Licking herself. Yeah. All right. <laughs> God, I hate cats. She's going to do that the whole time of recording. That's awesome. <laughs> Jonathan, you say that as you despise the dog you currently I have. I love dogs. My dog's just a punk. Most of our listeners have heard John's dog in yeah, the background at times. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we start over because John goes on a cursing fit. That's not true. to the room. <laughs> well, All hey, right. we, we so, did yeah. the intro in one take today, we so did. I'll take we did. it. We did one take intro. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about some Disney news. So, it's going to be a very Disney-heavy episode. Boring Disney news. Yeah, no, yeah, no, not a big, big deal so at all. Boring. Um, oh, it's, it's Disney Cruise Line's 25th anniversary. That's what we're talking about, right? That's it. End of show. <laughs> Happy 25th anniversary. Yay. <laughs> no, we're actually going to be talking today about the return of Bob Iger as the Bobby. CEO of with the Walt Disney Company. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of awesome. It was uh, a shocker. Awesome. Yeah, I really didn't think this was going to happen. I thought he was done with Disney for good. Me too. I mean, well, I'm like I don't, I can't say I blame him for wanting to be done because it was like COVID was just about to happen. He was like, "Yeah, not doing this. Peace. I'm out." I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then his legacy kind of got destroyed. So, well, I guess I got to come back. Yeah. Well, not too much because everyone wanted him out of anybody else. So. How that all transpired at the at the start of COVID was just like all of us in the travel industry were just like, what the heck is going on? Going from from that to the theme parks closing down and then just just being completely blown away as to how this industry and especially Walt Disney World is going to survive. Yeah, so. I mean, he stayed on in a leadership capacity for a little bit of COVID, you know, for a year or two. Yeah. But the year, full year that he's been completely gone from the company has it's been rocky, not gone very well. So yeah. instead yeah. of rehashing all the stories of how it happened and all the drama at Dodger Stadium with all the executives and all the fun stories, we're going to skip that. You can listen to somebody else's podcast for that. <laughs> well, and there's plenty. <laughs> Every Disney to, podcast is doing that. We're not trying to break any news. We're not. So, so we're going to each, we each came up with a list of five things that we would like to see Iger fix. And fix, modify, change, however you want to look at it. Our lists are similar. We did have some overlap, and we'll talk about that. But let's go ahead and get started. Jess, why don't you tell us your number one on your list? Well, I realized that I actually had six. Cheater. Um, and not I, five. I've got six, too. I've got yeah. a bonus. I mean, so... Impossible. I, yeah. The so, two of you. But my, my sixth one kind of overlaps with everyone else's. Okay. But I think What's number the one? most pressing issue that needs to be addressed right now is the park pass reservations yep. and park hopping. So yep. I think that's my that's my number one. I agree. Park pass reservations. I understand 
why they're useful for Disney. Um, the problem is they need to address the fact that they are have all these annual pass holders who can't get reservations, especially the local ones. And they are selling tickets and then are not requiring people to make it at that instant. So you have people with tickets who don't have reservations. So what do you do mm-hmm. in these instances? Like it is, um, it is kind of getting silly. And I don't know... This is a rumor, rumor, rumor. I don't know if you guys heard this, but... It's happening. The rumor is that they are getting rid of Park Pass reservations. It's happening next month. For for non-APs. Yeah, they're going to keep it, yeah. they're going to keep APs, which, like... Defeats the purpose of the AP. Yeah, so I'm going to tie in number five or six to this, which is, Mm -hmm. like, bringing back annual passes. But at the same time, there's a part two to that, which is giving more perks for annual passes, especially those of us who are out-of-state annual pass holders. Let's circle back to annual pass holders in just a second. But I do want to reiterate that everything I've heard from multiple outlets is that Chapek was fixing to announce or getting ready to announce that the park pass system was going to be gone for day guests starting in December. Like that was like December 8th, I think was the plan. I think it's less of an issue for crowd control in Florida, you know, but in California, keeping the park pass reservations for annual pass holders there makes a little bit more sense since they really just dominate park attendance. They really they really do pop in where there's not as much popping in. And I feel like, especially given the price of the Orlando annual pass that we yeah. have to get as out-of-state pass holders, it's a lot of money. And I yeah. would be really upset if I was paying all that money and could not go whenever I wanted to. Like, that's the point yeah. of an annual pass. Go whenever you want. Well, I mean, and to be fair, the system started out as a way to manage crowds when there was social distancing, when they were trying to cap attendance, and when sure. they were trying to, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like it, mid the pandemic, system actually worked at that point as it needed to right. when it when it was needed like that. But now that we're coming out of that, there's no point. They're not capping in crowds. This in place. This is no. this is 100 percent right. about data collection. Mm-hmm. Them being able to better staffing. staffing, yeah, better staff mm-hmm. their parks, and for them to push people to a park that they yep. want them to go to. So say no one has a reservation for Epcot, right? Like say nobody has a reservation for Epcot that day. Everyone else is going to be forced to go to Epcot who doesn't have a park pass reservation yeah. because that's all that's left. So I'm I'm going to piggyback that what you guys are talking about and say in addition to the park pass reservations needing to that whole thing being lifted, park hopping hours. Yeah. I think th- th- those are yeah. kind of in tandem. They need to go away. I mean, like, if you include the park hopper ticket, you need the option of going where you want. If you're going to allow unlimited park hopping, but yet like a day guest can't go into Magic Kingdom, but at 2 p.m., like hordes of people are flocking into Magic Kingdom because they can park hop. Like as far as I know, there was only one day where they shut down park hopping and that was October 1st of 2021 for about an hour or two. Right. And then they opened it back yeah. up again. Uh, and that was for the new fireworks. They did because- um, Wasn't there a time people- around Christmas last year or no? Uh, they may have locked down New Year's Eve at Magic Kingdom. Because that, that gets shut down regularly year. no matter what. Like, that park right. just hits capacity. But if you think about, let's say, a Halloween, 
in Magic Kingdom, right? right? The 31st. You as a day guest could not go into Magic Kingdom, but you could make a reservation for Epcot, literally tap in, hop on the monorail after two, and then go over to Magic Kingdom. It's not mm-hmm. it's not controlling the crowds. It's forcing you to buy a park hopper. That's all it is. Right. That's exactly yeah. it. That, that's that, a little I, frustrating. Three to $400 onto your ticket. Right. Just so you can see the actual parks you should be able to right. see. So it's not crowd control at that point. It's it's And, you know, I have an AP, so I don't have to pay extra for park hopping. It doesn't necessarily affect me, but it's a nuisance. I should be able to go directly to the park I want to go to. Well, here's my question. While we're talking about annual passes and we're talking about park hopping and reservations, if they get rid of park pass reservations... But only for day guests, you know, not for annual pass holders, like resort and day guests. Say they get rid of park passes for them, but annual pass holders still have them. Does that mean park hopping time window doesn't go away? So... Like, what is that? That's what the article said, is that it would technically, that the window, that that was the one benefit the APs were going to get, was that we would be able to hop sooner than everybody else. Which, again, okay. that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't like, make I any don't, sense. I, I don't want to be limited. Like so, I don't want to have to park at Epcot too. just to go to Magic Kingdom. You know what I mean? Or, or check Tap into Epcot. Into- to Epcot, just so you can take the Skyliner over to Hollywood Studios. Right, right, exactly. Well, it's this a whole waste thing is, is the exact. That's exactly it. It is a waste of time, not in the park. Let me in the park so I can spend money. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. All right. So I'm not spending money on the Skyliner. I'm spending money on like food and drinks and souvenirs once I'm inside the park. Right. If you're limiting the amount of time I'm inside the park, it's a problem. Yep. I agree. All right. So number one and number two are very closely connected. We were talking about number one, getting rid of the park pass reservations and two, starting to sell annual passes again. And park hopping. And park hopping. So let's move on beyond that. We could go on for 45 minutes just about those things. <laughs> so one one quick thing about APs yeah. though. The AP should come, the, the top level AP should come with more benefits than what we're seeing right now. We're not seeing a lot of like uh, room rates for APs. What are really the... I mean, I guess we can ten percent discount at restaurants, sit down restaurants, and then the merchandise discount. But I'd like to see something for annual pass holders, especially those Mm -hmm. of us who have literally been paying all this money during the pandemic to like keep it up. You know, right? Exactly. But they don't care about that. At least a perk. They don't care about your past loyalty. This is all. It's not like a a frequent flyer status or what you, you know, you're not earning points with them. They're like, what can you do for us tomorrow? They don't care about what you've done. Loyalty I would wise. honestly be happy with free parking at the resorts as a pass holder. They're that's never really, going to do like, that. Never. I know, but like that's that would be literally the easiest, cheapest way to make me happy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not a cheap date, is what you're saying. I am not Let, a cheap date. Let's all move right. on to go ahead, Sean. You go up. ahead. What's number three, Sean? All right. So I would be all about them bringing back. Disney's Magical Express. Yes. Even if it's a paid inclusion, everyone right now is paying for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, paying uh, another paying company. You're either renting a car, you're taking an Uber, you're taking another so, service. Yeah. Like So Disney took away the included free Disney's Magical Express. I would love for them to bring it back 
and get it included back in a package so that they have that last touch with a client. The first touch and the last touch, I think, are a a really big deal to guests on property. And there's no reason that they can't. And the videos. (laughs) I miss miss the videos. I'll just get you the YouTube link and you can watch them on repeat, Jess. I know, but the videos were like the best way to start your vacation out. Well, you can watch them on your iPhone on your way over. not the same. I know. It's not the same. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, bring back the magical and the tragical express. We're we're okay if it's a small nominal fee. And I especially having it as part of a package. Yeah. It never made sense for them to take it away in the first place. Just charge for it. Like they pushed it over to mirrors like they didn't want anything to do with it. You're throwing money away, Disney. Like, well, they, they are a business savvy company in many ways. And they love to charge for these random things, especially under Bob Chapek. That was a blunder on his part. We need, yeah. we need as many things wrapped up into a package as possible because it yeah. just feels like, okay, so you've got your tickets in your resort. Now you have to go to some other company to get your, you know, your transportation. But then you also have to, you know, if you don't do that, rent your car, pay for parking. Right. Then you also have to deal with paying for your food on top of it. It just, if it's a nice wrapped up and you can tell people, hey, this is exactly how much you're going to spend outside of souvenirs and any other discretionary yeah. spending. So that's, it, it makes people feel better. Well, yeah. That's what Chapek was doing was he was separating so much away from mm-hmm. the package because they knew they were still going to be charging these things in park. So you could get them hooked because we saw package prices go through the roof over the last year and a half. And people would still, they wouldn't be thinking about that food aspect. Right. Like, okay, we're going to spend $3,500 for a family of four for a week, but then you're going to pay another 1000 to twelve just in food alone, which they were able to move that away. <laughs> That's and, like and eating quick service for a family of four. Yeah. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that was his goal was to just know that we've already got this money coming you in. You could raise the package price so high between tickets and resort. That it would almost feel like you were including dining prices in there, but you were not. If you're paying the same, right, right, right. But what they're saying is because they dropped it off, it was less of a sticker shock because people were used to yep. paying in advance that $4,000 for their vacation, but it used right. to include food. So I mean, And now they're coming home with 1500 to $2,000 of money they spent in addition On a credit to card, that. It right. doesn't feel as yep. good. No. Right. No, I agree. <laughs> Agree. Not at all. Um, I mean, just thinking about like all the things they've stripped away from that. You used to be able to literally book your your airfare with your Disney package. You could book your r- room, your tickets, your food. You'd get your transportation included, and mm-hmm. never worried about anything else except souvenirs when you're on property. That's it. But well, tipping and souvenirs are yeah. two things that you're like that's going to be out of pocket while on property. That's great. We want that as much as an. Of, of an all-inclusive feel as you can get. Absolutely. I mean, that's why you had the, the different dining plans. Deluxe, I mean, you were really setting yourself up <laughs> on every single meal. You're paying for it. Yeah. I, but yeah. to know that you're not walking away from your vacation with that 15 I could to never do that the deluxe dining plan, though. No, it was too, it was much, too food. much food, for I, sure. And I would feel like I was needing to eat a sit-down meal every meal just to be able to get my money's worth. Right. The only time that I really had clients do that was when they had all signature dinners. That makes sense. Um, Yeah. And that, But that's still a lot of sit-down dining. Yeah, it is. Um, But you're having like a good meal every night. If we're there for a week. For the average family, that doesn't make sense. I don't know that we would even do a sit-down meal every single day, my family. We usually... 
We usually uh, we would. do. At least just just one. Oh, man. It's, it feels good to take a break. Sure, but I'd rather her, your kids are cranky and I'd rather order some, food by the some pool. AC. Like then go like you know what I mean? Like go take a break, lay by the pool, order like yeah. food service, you know, quick service from yeah. the pool bar. That's me. Like not every day, but like a day. You know what I mean? Should we just logically like slide into yeah. dining plans. Yeah, while we're point. talking I, about I food, think so. that who who had dining plans in their list? It's not on my list. I mean, me, me and Jess. Me. All right. I mean, bring back dining plans. But then the sticker this, shock, yeah, man. Disney. What's up? I don't think this is going to happen. This could potentially be my number one. This is like the number one complaint I get from people. I think is well. Last time we had the dining plan, like I know, and it costs I, the I same know. amount. That's what they say. I know. <laughs> I paid for this vacation last year or two years ago. Well, now it's like three uh, years ago. Yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah, and it was the same price. Iger has already said he does not like the amount of price increases that have happened. So the last we'll see year's can... price increases. He was okay well, right, with but... all the price increases that <laughs> happened under him. He was no, in no. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. Bob Iger is a business savvy person. Yes. We we saw ticket increases under Bob Iger. A couple, you know, sometimes it was multiple in the same year. That's expected. No one likes it, but it's expected. The issue is what Chapek did was he increased prices, but then also took away every single on-property perk. Yeah, that right. uh, that was included. And then you know when you're you're saying, well, this used to be free. This used to be free, and now we're paying for it. In addition to those increases, that's where the big issue is. Bob Iger was going to increase prices. That's okay. That's okay with me, at least. Yeah, it's expected. Yeah. But like, you know, when when you're getting your list together for people who are interested in booking for the following year, you could pretty much mm-hmm. before JPEG, pretty much guess, you know, I'm going to estimate between three and seven percent, somewhere around five percent of an increase. So you could price out the package for the current year, yeah. add five percent to that and give the client a rough estimate of what we think that their package would be worth when yeah. Or what 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 their package will cost when we get the the following year's prices. This went all out the window. Like we can't predict anymore because tickets have gone up, but then resorts have gone up and we've done away with, you know, a any sort of room discount or if they come out there for like a week well, or they're every, Disney Plus. Every resort like, discount has been tied into Disney Plus right, right now, which has been their struggling thing, which Chapek again, that's where I think his demise came from was I think he was doing some shifty things behind the scenes on those losses. But, yeah, all the same, like, it just became too expensive. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and, 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 and... Yeah. But, like, a regular standard percentage-based increase every year is normal economy. Like, that's normal capitalism. Right. Well, and let's it's look at that. So, like... This is not predictable right, right. now. Okay. So, there's this, there's this phenomenon, especially, like, the grocery and food product thing called shrinkflation. And it's where mm-hmm. they don't raise the prices, but they shrink the amount of food you're getting, mm-hmm. right? Or the amount the of – the portion of product. Yeah, and the, the price is the same. So, you know, like, what used to be a normal-sized box of wheat thins is now the family size. You know what I mean? Right. You get this teeny tiny box that's a regular size. Pringle cans, all of those things, they've shrunk the size of the Pringle and the Pringle cans. Like all these things have undergone that. They make the toilet paper more narrow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The role mm-hmm. to save money, yeah. but still charge you the same amount. What Disney's done is they're like, screw that. We're going to even do that. <laughs> We're going to take it away. We're not going to shrink it. We're going to take it away. And, and raise prices. and raise the prices. <laughs> 
like yeah. so like when the rest of the world is doing shrink shrinkflation by like minimizing services essentially cutting back on things mm-hmm. to keep the price the same but then disney is saying like nope we're gonna jack it up so you go for example to epcot and last year when you ordered those pierogies at the food and wine festival and you got four of them and you paid seven dollars this year you go and you get two of them and you paid thirteen dollars that's <laughs> disney inflation disney shrinkflation <laughs> Although I, will, I will say that i thought this year at food and wine was actually one of the better quality food and wines, and the prices weren't as crazy as I expected them to be this I year. feel like it's hit or miss. You have to go to the right foods, the f- right places, because there's some places that, like, all of the blogs are like, avoid this, well, because it's not I will never go to Italy, period. Italy is the worst booth year after year at any festival. <laughs> Italy, Italy... The, their booth yeah. I don't know it's like the most popular easiest food to make and they screw it so up hold every on. year <laughs> let's get back we've not even talked about dining plants dining plants are what we're wanting to come back yes correct yes. on our number I want number dining three. plants to come back and I want them to include alcohol and I don't want the price to be that much more than what it was in 2019 yeah. but the problem so, is, is that I don't oh man maybe you know maybe they'll come back I for sure thought they would never come back under JPEG, but I feel like in order for a family of four to afford a Disney, like a five-night Disney World vacation with dining, it's just, they're gonna, that, that sticker price is gonna be so high unless there's some serious yeah. promotions. Oh, that's what Disney used to do is they would increase, but also release a promotion at the exact same time to offset what those prices and were. And then peak season that didn't qualify for it would yeah, absorb they're the gonna have to do that. It, I hope they do that same thing. They're gonna have to bring back free dining or something. Oh gosh, to don't even really, say those words. To really like negate free the, dining the is price not increases. coming back unless it might well, not come back. But I'm saying they need to bring bring back a promotion at that same time. I don't so know. So one other little, I have all these like side part A and B to my things I want changed. And along with dining, one of the things they need to fix dining plans is reservation hoarding. They're like, not yeah. going to. They just made it worse. I know they made it worse. That's why it's on the list. That, I don't know if that really made it worse. Yeah, 100% really, makes it worse because now, why? because you used to be able to the day before get your, you get, they, people Who would cancel them. two hours before? I am never like, looking two hours before look, my meal. The night before to see if what you wanted opened up. And with all these services and stuff, like, you know, I use them. I am always on my computer. By the time I click the link to go in, it's already gone. Like, it's not, the bots are too strong. It's not working. Like, I feel like you should be able to make one dining reservation for dinner every night. You should have between five and nine, you should be able to hold one reservation. That's it. That would cut down on the, I have a 5.30 and I have a 6.30 and I have a 7.30 and a 9.00. Oh, you're saying because one, they used to one do time slots, yes. you couldn't have overlap. One dinner right. reservation. One dinner reservation. I'm fine yeah. with lunch and breakfast and whatnot, but one dinner reservation per if night. If you're a reservation That's the only hoarder, way to do it without making it a prepay for every single right. meal. That's, yeah. that's the only way to I do agree. it. I agree. I think right. that's the solution, Jess. And if you are one of our listeners and you are a reservation hoarder, boo. Stop listening. We don't like no, you. No, you can keep listening. We like the downloads, but just know we don't like no, you. It's just really hard because you have these people who are going once every other year or once every three once years. Once in a lifetime, even. Once in a lifetime. And like they're not able to go to all the restaurants that they've heard about. Like it should, I understand supply and demand, but 
You do not need four dinner reservations for the same night. Like, you don't need yeah. seven Space 220 reservations over the course of four days. Like, right. you just Or don't. seven Chef Mickey's. Like, come on. Shame on like, you. Shame. How many times <laughs> I've had to tell people with little kids that, like, I literally, and it's a lot of time. Like, I will keep looking and looking for the, especially the Chef Mickey's. They kill me. Because it's, like, the one thing everyone's told you you had to do with your toddlers. Right. Go to Chef Mickey's. And, like, I mean, it's hard. It's not fair. Yeah. Right. It used to be you just got up in the morning, you booked your reservation at that 180-day or that 60-day, and they were there. And now, forget about Forget about it. All right. Well, maybe another pass holder perk. There you go. All right. So, I got you, one here. You got a new I one. do. I got a couple here. Mm-hmm. But I'll do um, all resorts, moderate, deluxe, value, camp, well, I guess not campground. Well, I guess the, the that's a- those, Campgrounds count. Yeah. Yeah. The cabins. They count. They all need daily housekeeping, period. Get out of here. That There's is, no that's more insane, of this dude. every other housekeeping because you're too cheap, too cheap. You hear that, JPEG? Now that you're gone, you are too cheap to pay a competitive wage. So all of the housekeeping uh, folks- le- A living wage, Yes, really. exactly. Left and went yeah. to Universal for a better wage. And you can't- because you're not willing to pay them, you can't staff your hotels to be cleaned every day. And this is the sort of thing why this man should be... I'm glad he's fired. Because it's infuriating. The dollar amounts that our clients are paying to go to that hotel for a freaking value resort, $300 a night, some nights, and they're not getting daily housekeeping is shameful. Shameful. We had twice a day housekeeping at Grand Californian. It, it yeah. was, it was, it was great. I mean, it's, and I don't even need that. Honestly, I'm not, I know we're not even talking about turndown service and chocolates on your pillows. We're talking yeah. about change my towels and take my trash out every day. Like the bare, I'm not asking you to put fresh That's sheets all, on my bed. No, every day. they <laughs> should have the beds made though. Like you're paying. The beds. Yes. The beds the bed should, should be made. Be made. Yes. Trash should be emptied. They should go and through, th- make I sure it's like cleaned up. It's not those hard. three things. Sheets should be changed out like they do at DVC every four days. Like DVC has four day housekeeping. I feel like you should change the sheets on day four, you know, but at least at the very least make the bed, take the trash out and refresh the towels. Okay. If anybody at Disney ever listens to this podcast ever, it's shameful. You should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> well, because Universal is doing it every day. Well, because they're oh, paying like three or four dollars more per hour to their employees. Right. And they have no uh, problem the hiring them. They yeah. can they can fully staff their housekeeping department because they pay more. And they were doing that during COVID too. Like yep. they brought daily housekeeping back way early. Disney. But you can only do it right. Daily housekeeping is only a thing at deluxe resorts. Last time I checked. At club at club, it's not even like at regular. Really? That's yeah. a club level you're, you're thing. Just, oh, still. Yep. You're just paying too much yep. to have these skimp down services. You You're just, charging you $700 a night to go stay at the Polynesian or the Contemporary Resort, and you're not going to clean their room and make their beds. Well, we yeah. um, mm. we have obviously moved our reservation a million times. So uh, this weekend, we check into Grand Floridian. So I will let you know if we have daily yeah. housekeeping. Yeah, let we us know. We are not main building. We are not club level. Right. We're just regular. Outer building. But yeah. yeah, when we were at Animal Kingdom- in October for the wedding, we did not have daily housekeeping. They did not take our trash out every day. All right. And there's four of us in that room. So that is unacceptable. It's just, it's lunacy at this point. Because that'll be 
all of our first stays after the transition here. Yeah, yeah. but I don't think anything's mm-hmm. going to be changed that fast. Maybe yeah. not. Because they have to staff. We'll, they we'll have to pay out. people more to get there. They yeah. don't have enough yeah. staff to clean the rooms. Shame on them. I'm sorry. Shame. Yeah. All right, Jess. Yeah, you have another Jess, one? Jess, you got another one. Yes. Shame. Early entry and extra magic hours. <laughs> sorry, so, I'm so mad. Okay. I want Early the entry, full extra hour. magic. Okay, sorry. I want the full hour back in the morning for all resort mm-hmm. guests. Only, I have that one. Only on site. That's on my list. Only on site guests. Full hour so, in the morning. Sorry, Swan and Dolphin, you're out. Shades of Green, <laughs> you're in. Um, but... Why does sh- why does Shades of Green get in? But because we support the military. Because we support job. the military, absolutely, Come on, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, Swan and Okay, Dolphin, you sorry, don't I know. didn't realize we're trying to take the appropriate political uh, stance. Hey, I, listen, out of the three of us, one of us is a military family, so <laughs> I'm happy for him. Thanks, Jess. You're so sweet. Who never stays welcome, at Shades Sean. of Green? Who never stays at Shades of Green? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I I love that Disney has that as an option. I do that's too. Great. That's I, something they do. That's right. I think anyway, the Swan and Dolphin should still. Tangent. No, I think the Swan and Dolphin not. should get it. But okay, I do not. Absolutely not. It's too many people. Sorry, have to draw the line somewhere. Do you have more on that, Jess? Yes. Yeah, so I, have got a little I want. Bit more. Okay. I want an hour in the morning. The half hour is mm-hmm. not enough. It's dumb. And it needs to go. So it needs to be a full hour in the morning. And then at night. At, at every park. At every park. Yes. For on property for guests. On property guests. In the morning, only. full yep. hour. In Sign me up. It's fantastic. And at night, I want deluxe guests because right now there's really no, like, there's not a lot of perks, right? With like club, uh, club level used to get the extra three fast passes or whatever. Obviously, that doesn't exist anymore. Right. So, like, I would like to keep a perk for deluxe guests and let them have an extra hour at the, at all of the parks at night. Instead but of I'd one like on Monday and Wednesdays? Yes, but I'd like to keep Monday and Wednesday because they are already staffed for that and open that up to all resort guests. So on Monday, you have Epcot. Wednesday, you have Magic Kingdom. So keep, everybody so else keep everything PM can deluxe, I, in my can opinion. I, can I chime in on this? Yeah. Yeah. I think I like the all, all property for a full hour in the morning at all parks. Mm-hmm. That brings back a perk for people staying on property. Yes. That's fantastic. Here's my thing with the deluxe after hours. I think it's too late. I don't think many people actually want to burn the the midnight oil and stay from 10 p.m. till midnight. What I think they should do is give Genie Plus to deluxe level guests across the board. Deluxe level guests? So they can actually use that. No, listen, John. Too many people. So they can use that. John, shut up. I'm not done. (laughs) Give it to deluxe level guests so they can use that in the morning throughout the rest of the day. Then – you're just staffing that extra hour in the morning. You're not staffing the parks during these just graveyard shifts in the evening, but it just gives a perk there, a true perk for all the, you know, what, what 10 deluxe level resorts on property? Huh, I think it's too much. I, I think that's too many I people to give away Genie Plus too. go to club level guests get free Genie. There you the go. Problem with, the problem with that is, so if you if you did it my way, on Monday and Wednesday, no one in a deluxe resort would go to Epcot and Magic Kingdom. So then that would free up that space for all the rest of the resort guests. I need more on property perks. And I think giving Genie mm-hmm. Plus away is a great idea in theory, except for the 
fact that Jeannie is so broken right now. Exactly. You're, you're giving them Jeannie Plus, but they're still not going to be able to make a reservation until 11, 12 o'clock, in, you know, in the morning. Yeah. So you're still like, Jeannie is, Jeannie was my, my sixth bonus one because I feel like we could do an entire episode on what's wrong with Jeannie and how that needs to be overhauled. But I do think there should be perks for all on-site guests and extra perks for deluxe because right now the deluxe pricing is really up there and there needs to be some reason other than it's nice and close and like pretty to like entice people to get there. Well, I just think those extended hours in the evening, I don't like them. They're not oh, enough. Okay. Oh, I love them. Love it. Okay. I love them. All right. So let me contribute but to not, this portion But not here. all of us want to completely stay up until midnight I, and I then understand. have to get up and, par- and, and rope drop the next morning. Right. That's why, that's why in, in my world as CEO, you can have the choice of the morning or the night. All right. So you don't have to do both. Here are my thoughts on all of this. Mm-hmm. All right. Number one, good neighbor resorts no longer get early entry. Bye. Yep. No, no reason, I'm okay with right? That. Like the Swan and Dolphin are technically good neighbors. Well, okay, whatever. I'm just saying they have Walt Disney World <laughs> in their name. All right. So do some of the good neighbors. That's fair. Okay, get rid of good neighbors. Then, then you're gonna go ahead, and it's a full hour every morning for on-site guests only. Then I would have deluxe every night. Genie Plus, I would not be giving away to anybody because it is going out to California. You realize how. Like, how bad things are in Florida right now. Mm-hmm, for sure. It's so bad. Like, even early entry in Florida is a hot mess. Because you have, you know, it's not just the 25 on-site properties. It's also the other 15 that they're adding on to that as well. So, there's 40 properties getting early entry into the park. And for 30 minutes, you maybe get one ride. In California, yeah. we had three or four both days. That's the thing. I, I'm not 100% saying that Genie Plus is broken. It's fixable. You just, they have to limit that daily quantity because it works really well out in, in California. But that's because they have no one there buys it and they have two on site resorts. Morning. Yeah, man. Only, it's only really the East Coast people who are rope dropping at Disneyland. Yep. You know, yeah, like we're true. the only ones up and ready and had breakfast and showered by Saturday. It's all the, the out of town guests. It's no right. one who lives in Southern California. But I miss like the big difference between Genie Plus and Max Pass, which like is, it's still like Disneyland still feels reminiscent of Max Pass. Yes. Except for the fact that you cannot make an instant genie plus after you still have these like windows where you're waiting oh i didn't have a waiting if you do too many of them they will prompt you and say you need to wait until 11 47 before you make really i never had that problem in california yeah i didn't i didn't know like we would literally get in line book the next one as soon as you tapped in yeah, every time we had we ran it, we ran up so many that we that it would it <laughs> would slow it. you down. If anything, the only problem I had in California with the system was that the rides would crap out, and then with, to make up for it, they'd say come yes. back anytime on yes. any of this tiered rides. Yeah, so yep. I don't know, yeah. and I'm okay, I'm there okay was, with that. There, I mean, on both coasts, they need to fix the breakdowns as well. There's a lot yeah. of mm-hmm. breakdowns. Well, going that on right comes now but on down to coasts. paying people for maintenance. Sure. That's what Absolutely. that is. Yeah. That's I mean, if you listen to Len Testa and, and Jim, they'll tell you that one of the biggest problems with maintenance is they're just not staffing enough people. So you get these downtimes that are atrocious. It's terrible. And it's embarrassing when you go to uh, how none of the animatronics in Star Wars is working. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like, right. That is embarrassing. You go to California it and happen. it's all working fine. For some reason mm-hmm. in Florida, they can't keep that stuff working. <laughs> I know you. John hates B mode. I hate B mode. I hate it. And I understand it because it, especially with Rise of the Resistance, it takes you out of what is a very immersive well, story. And you've paid for it too. Yeah, oh my gosh. When you're paying $19 to go on that ride to get the, the, the lightning. I just think. Yeah, Jess is right. We we could have a whole episode on Genie Plus and how it. I again, I don't think it's broken, but it needs to be. No, overhauled. it's there broken. There are so many Sean. things you could do to fix mm. it. Well, it's not broken in California. It's broken with the amount of people that go to Walt Disney World, and you're never getting rid of that many guests at Walt Disney World. It's just the nature of the beast. You just have to. I just think you limit it. I think you drastically limit it. I think if you're an on-site guest, you should have one advanced reservation that you can make for the morning with Genie Plus. Well, uh, and also, you need to be able to tie it into the package like we could before. Right. None of yeah. this day of crap. I mean, it's just not it's not workable at all. All we're looking for is for them to bring back enhancements to staying on property. Sure. Yeah. That's how all that's all this boils down to make the guest experience right. top notch, top level like it was. With old Iger. Mm-hmm. All right. So I've got two things. We have I have one more left on my list. One other thing I was going to mention about the Genie Plus was that mm-hmm. supposedly there's going to be an announcement of Genie Plus changes in 2023. If those changes still happen, I don't know. Now that Iger's there, you mean price increases? I don't know if you it's know price increases are? or modification to it's the. It's going to be way Tron is now twenty five dollars a ride. Yeah, it might be. I mean, that's <laughs> essentially yeah. what they did is they changed the way things are priced in Florida, so they could charge whatever they want. Yeah, and w- without it being a news story, you know, because it just varies based on the day. All right. So, last thing I have on my list is, and this is going to sound stupid, but I put a 10% reduction in pricing. And this isn't necessarily for hotels and for ticket pricing, because I feel like that sort of thing never goes up. But it's all the Mm -hmm. small add-ons that have just gotten like, the prices have gotten jacked up so high. $8 for a churro, $7 for a churro, stuff like that. Like just Yeah, it's like, it's like, what's a Mickey bar, like $7.59 Exactly. Exactly. And it's thinner. It's it's thinner than it was. Shrinkflation. Yes. Plus, it's nickel and diming your guests on property. Disney loves adding that captive audience. Yeah. What what it is is they have the plus stuff. You know, like Disney Plus, Genie Plus. It's the shrinkflation plus. We're gonna shrink it down, and we're gonna raise the price. Yeah. Yeah. You get less, and you have to pay more. That is the definition of Disney under Chapek. Right. So we. We we might see those things start to gradually change, though. I mean... I just want a good value any, for my money. I don't know anybody who, when they heard the news this last... Well, I don't know when it came out. Thursday or Friday, whatever. No, it was Sunday, Sunday night. night. It was El- Elton John. I don't know anybody who was like, oh, man, this is not great news. I mean, people were beside themselves. And honestly, Cast members alike. And I think that's going to help them rehire some people as well like even if it's at oh i saw a, a sl- I, I saw a slightly from- lower wage than what universal was people like Iger, they like his mentality and his leadership yeah. i He's saw a people person. like stuff online from cast members where they were saying they would actually consider going back to work for disney now so yeah. i mean it I makes sense right real 
And honestly, I don't think that I despise Chapek like most people did. Like I can understand to an extent such a weenie that he that he was trying to I think I think the the board of directors at Disney gets off a little too scot free on yeah, this. They're sure. just as hungry yep. as and he was trying to please them. So there needs to be a fine line between what they want and what the CEO is doing. Well, there's so a I reason think- they put a bean counter in place. So ultimately it does right. like rest on the board. Like the board right. chose to have a non-creative bean yep. counter who doesn't care about mm-hmm. storytelling, doesn't give a you know what about guest experience. Like yep. it's a I rat's mean, a. What's that? It's a rat a rat's a. Yeah, I mean rat's exactly. Ace. That's that you know what. He <laughs> that guy didn't care about those things. At yeah. all, but it, but it, you at, could at tell the board's backing, he was at trying the to backing. please the board and keep them happy. Well, because the board, at the end of the and day, the shareholders, exactly, and, yeah, they just care about the bottom line, and yep. it's going to hurt the really brand long term. It's a tough position to be in. You're walking a fine line between absolute rabid fans, yeah. And mm-hmm. a company that needs to make money. So, like, you do want to find that happy medium where you're still making money, but you're also and make a up fan for losses happy. during COVID. Absolutely, I mean, they well, lost a ton of money during yeah, COVID, it, being yeah. shut down three well, months. What's so crazy is that, and the cruise line shut down even longer yeah. than that. Like, that's right. a huge. The yeah. cruise lines are still trying to rebound. They are not like capacity wise. We're not seeing what we were three, four years ago. So, what's super interesting to me is early COVID. Uh, the in Income coming in from Disney Plus saved and offset Mm -hmm. the losses they were having Mm -hmm. at the parks. Now that Disney Plus is losing money, that's also the real reason why he's gone. Because let's be real, they don't care if we're unhappy as long as they're being positive, like they're making money. They're in the black. Right, exactly. So what they've done is is that they've turned the parks into a money printing machine that and and trading on the goodwill that the public has for the parks and for the company Mm -hmm. that they'll only have for so long when they realize they're getting screwed to offset all the mistakes that Chapek was making with streaming and you know the creative side of the co- the the production and side Disney of the Plus company is moving out of its honeymoon phase. Like people are no longer enamored at Disney Plus in general. Well, it's it's a great streaming service, but I mean, people are home more. You had you had a lot of new content. Exactly, that's exactly right as well. So you don't have as big of people really looking for that entertainment in home because we're able to leave now. Right. Well, and before, when you look back at it, it used to be just a few years ago with Netflix, Hulu, Genie, or Disney Plus, all of the streamers, it was okay to lose money. It was because it was a loss. You know, it's like, okay to have a loss for your investors because they looked at the future growth. But now that the growth has slowed, even Netflix, you know, consistently losing worldwide Mm -hmm. viewers or barely gaining any, like the growth has stopped, right? One, because people are not home anymore. So, they're putting a hold or a pause or canceling their streaming services that they started in the pandemic or two it's they've saturated the market so they don't have the growth opportunities so when you've saturated the market you can't keep pumping billions of dollars into content if you're not if there's no way to grow it any further and again you look back at it's our most recent promotions they have all been disney plus related yeah trying to keep pumping that up and i loved i loved disney plus my kids love it like we we're not going to cancel we'll pay for the year we watch it just as much as we watch netflix we do too in our house we do netflix and genie plus with hbo as third is our like top three yeah so 
I mean, we're not going to get rid of it, but I can see it going to a place where it starts to increase to the point where I'm like, ugh, I have to get rid of something else now because right. this is too much money. Yeah. And, hope, and I yeah. do like how it's a flat rate. I love, don't change this, Disney. Don't mess with it. I don't like monthly subscriptions. I want to pay in advance for the entire year. Please do not change that. Yeah, I love I paying love in that. advance too. Me too. All right. Well, on that note, those are our five things that we would like to see. Each of us was like, ended up being like 14 uh, things <laughs> yeah. that we are um, wanting to see from Iger. Honestly, at the end of the day, if you look at all of what we've said, I think what it comes down to is we want to see the return of value for what we're paying for to the Walt Disney Company. So when yeah. we are giving them our hard earned vacation dollars, we would just like to receive a good value for that. You know, stop mm-hmm. raising the prices and cutting the inclusions because that's yeah. not the way to keep I mean, me coming back. It needs to be a package. Package it all up. And friends. Disney, yeah, Disney's customer service is, in the past, it's been second to none. It has been what other companies look to and strive to yep. be. I want them to get back to that because that is what sets them apart from every, everybody that else. That is long well, gone right now. If they pay people, it will come back. Yes. It's all about paying people what they're worth and yep when your cast members buy in they go above and beyond absolutely yep all right well that being said maybe Iger will somehow hear this but he won't anyway thank you disney <laughs> i know josh listens so maybe josh yeah, will okay. pass it along <laughs> especially after what you said about josh a few weeks ago all right <laughs> well just kidding it is what it is. <laughs> i like him now he's also he culpable. has a new boss there he has go. a new boss so there you go all right well on that note we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show i'd like to thank you for hanging out with us for the last 45 or so minutes thank you for listening if you enjoyed the show please go ahead give us a like and subscribe or a five-star review where applicable additionally if you would like to let us know your thoughts about Iger or chapek and what you'd like to see change with the walt disney company head over to our facebook group community and do a search or head over to Facebook to a search for Escape a Travel Podcast. You can connect with us and other listeners. Additionally, you can send us an email at escape.atp at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you soon. Bye-bye.